We flipped a coin, okay? You and me. You and me. Coin flip is sacred. Y'all ready for a show today, baby? Ah, no time, baby. We've been waiting all week, baby. This is where it happens right here, man. We man up, we stand up. We man up, we stand up. Welcome, everybody, to episode 28 of the Coin Flip NFL Week 10. With me, as always, is my partner, Tambo, at Toetag and Tambo. Tambo, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Excited, man. Another last last chance for King of the Beach. That's what I'm really excited about. But uh, we'll talk about all that and, and more. But yeah, excited last week wasn't the greatest, but getting closer, getting, getting closer. What about you? Yeah, I went... Uh, light last week in general um i was out of town as most of the community knows um last minute deal it wasn't a last minute deal i actually had forgot about it and then got reminded and so i kind of had to move some things around and try to make do on the weekend um so i didn't go as heavy <clears throat> i did not do very well on sunday uh dfs wise betting wise it was was a good day overall um and then Luckily, the uh, NBA product, which we'll get into a little bit, has been um, really successful in the whole community in general. I've been dabbling in it just a little bit um, and had pretty good success just kind of going off of a little bit of research and then the article that Preston and uh, Dan throw up nightly. Um, I know a lot of people has been betting his best bet, which was just kind of a deal he did in case uh, based on his research on DFS more than anything, but it's been hot fire from everything I've seen. Um, but I've, I've turned, you know, I think two nights ago, I turned, I played like 60 bucks at the last minute, um, before it all started and, and threw one lineup in and, and won like 1100 that night. So it, it made up for the, for the not so good Sunday, another case of having almost virtually all the right plays, um, just not putting them in the three lineups together. I, I'm toying with, a, if I do some kind of MME this weekend in NFL, but like you, and it may be because of the King of Beach. I may try to find one of the twenty max or hundred max or something. And try to just spend one week of the year focused on the King of the Beach. See if I get in and, and make a run at it. Um, I haven't really done many of the um, cues or satellites to get in year to date. So I may try that this week just to see how the strategy works out. Um, missed a little bit, you know. I, did, I, I went ahead and didn't play Wilson and Lockett, which obviously was not going to get you any kind of money. Other than that, I was. I was okay with everything else. I, I nailed most of the games betting-wise. I just got to use that leverage a little bit more in DFS. And I have some of that talk to talk with you about in a little bit. Um, did you overall, did you do anything betting-wise or, or just, I know we, we had some bets on the on the take, but um, I didn't know if you had any any bets that last week. I know your well, Ravens, the Ravens cleaned up. I, I assume you probably bet them. No, I don't. I didn't. I don't ever bet my team, but I I feel good about it, and that's just sort of my enjoyment there, the emotional hedge. But man, we we smashed the Patriots, so was absolutely pumped about that. We looked like a real contender, and that'll probably all go away when some stupid shit this week when the Bengals beat us in Cincy or some crazy stuff. But we'll get there too. But 
Uh, no, my only bet of the week actually was uh, a narrative street that I'm going to get into on this pod again. I'm going to double down on it, but we'll we'll talk about that when we get to the play. So it wasn't a good week betting. The king of the beaches, I got two more second places. That sucked. So wah, wah, just nobody cares. Work harder. That's that's sort of my mantra and, and what I want to do this week. So, you know, I'm, I'm into them now, but I've had – I think it's – I talked to OG John and some boys in the slack. I think it's harder to come second five times than it is to win one. So it's just some bad variance, and I'm hoping to get one this week and get back for the fourth straight time. So looking forward to it, and we'll move on. Yeah, I think the community overall is thriving. It's doing well. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I've had a lot of people. I don't really talk about myself much, but um, – and I knew I was getting close, but I wasn't. I was not in any way, shape, or form paying attention to anything Sunday as I was getting back home and – had a issue come up Saturday night that I had to deal with um, well into the day Sunday. So that put me not paying attention. And I had people texting me about being, I'm number one in, in the, the super seven with, there was still at that point, I think the Sunday night, Monday night game, or maybe something like that. I don't know, but you know, that's been positive. I don't, I mean, it's great. Uh, you know, obviously I, I don't, I'm pretty sure JV can probably tell me I'm fairly confident. I've never won any of our contests, which is, you know, fine with me or whatever. I've I've competed in some, but um, there's so much football left that I really don't even think about it at this point. You obviously, I'd rather be first than 400th right now per se, but right. uh, Yeah, I'll take it. But um, really excited with, you know, the NBA was a very last, I I mean, we discussed it for a long time along with MLB. It wasn't our original core to the the whole business model and and what we could offer um i'm not i'm not a micromanager by any stretch of the imagination not even in my real career i I trust my people to do what they're supposed to do and i hold them accountable for that but to do something and bring something on that i'm not an expertise in or have time to really be that um as a as a safe fall was outside of my realm a little bit um but it couldn't be going better for nba i'm happy for the guys i know d rock and and whoever we bring on to help him will kill the mlb he did so good the last two months of the year that i really think all the guys as much as people bitched about you know adding the tools and it being a new price um i've had three times the amount of members reach out behind the scenes saying how much they appreciate uh, and wanted us to know they appreciate that we've added this content and everything for them. And those guys that have been loyal to us, it hadn't cost them a penny more, nor will it ever as we get into it. So that's always rewarding to hear. And, um, you know, diversifies our portfolio and helps our our team diversify a little bit. And this week with no golf, they get to, you know, explore out. Um, We'll have some more on that a little later on ideas and stuff with that let me hit the sponsors and affiliates real quick as always our key sponsor for the entire football season super draft man you guys are uh, y'all y'all are doing well on there um i think there's probably i don't know if anybody's better than us in the industry i'm not gonna i'm not a comparison person purpose but i can say no one has more content and coverage of the super draft product out there than what we do someone may have equal and that's great we want it to grow they're great partners um you know they've given us feedback of the people that have signed up and been active and it's really helped grow their product. They're, they're here for the long run. That's why we invested in them to invest in us. We believed in them that they were sticking around for a while. Um, and, and they're continuing, you know, our promo of deposit $10, you get $10 free, which gives you 20 bucks. Their main big pot on Sundays is a $20 entry. It's been averaging and it's still this week. It's 4,700 total entries, $80,000 guaranteed pot, 10,000 to first. I mean, I say it every week, but I'll, I continue to say it because I want people to know, and especially if you're in the community, you know, it's not like a, a pitch by us or us trying to get it. It's that if you're new and uncomfortable and you get, you know, 
intimidated by $200,000 entry pots um, or amount of entries in, in a contest, this lets you, you can put three or four or five in. You can put one in and you're not just terrible, but you can put a small dollar amount in and have your best EV coming back at you. And, and people have done it and it's proven there. You can pull your money out after you do it if you want. They're not holding you to some kind of, you got to play 10X to get your money back or nothing. It's simply put the $20 in play once. If you double up first game and pull 40 out, there's nothing to it. They send it back. And we've had people do that and that's fine. Majority of the people have committed back in because they also have MLB, uh, NHL, NBA, NFL, um, PGA. They're going to have every sport there and, and you know similar strategies of not having to worry about salary as much and just worry about who you think will do well and factor in the multiplier, which you know we kind of get into all that and we will get into it more as PGA comes around for sure as we're learning the product as well. This is our first you know kind of big fall out there. But I can promise you no one will have it covered as, as, as well as we do. This link and everything else is up on our site. You can click the link, use the code GUP on that, and get your free $10. Fanshare Sports, 20% off when you use the code GUP. The link is on the side. You get the pro advantage. Very, very detailed on their ownership. Um, comes in handy on NFL for sure. They, I, I provide ownership in um, golf and NFL, but they have a, they're very, very deep and detailed um, with trends and ups and downs that, we don't have buzz ratings, stuff like that, that I use. I use it in my, you know, I mean, they know I'll, I'll use it and I'll reference them if I use it in content or talk about it. Um, have a great relationship with both those guys and their team. Um, and then last but not least, Pro Football Focus. You can get the Elite Package right now. $50 off if you sign up for the annual or $10 off if you sign up for the monthly. And that's on, you got to use our link on the site, gupscorner.com affiliates. Sign up today, get $50 off the Elite, which is a great, especially if you're a big-time, if you're a best ball guy or you're a big-time college draft type guy, they have a ton of coverage on there that will help you prep as you go into that season. So go check them out. As always, rate and review us on iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, subscribe on YouTube and Twitch. Big news last week where we talked about the Honda Classic giveaway. Um, We talked about... All that, which I'll re-talk about at the end of the podcast in case you missed it. Um, and rate and review us on iTunes. Get you an entry into giving that. It's an all-expense-paid trip to the Honda Classic with the Gups Corner team this year. We have tickets every day. We have at least two rounds of golf. There's another huge announcement coming the next week where Gups Corner is heavily involved that you guys are going to be excited about. You get an entry in there. Your airfare, your lodging, everything is provided by Gup's Corner. It's a, it's a, going to be a several thousand dollar package by the time it's all done for whoever's going to win this. There's going to be about six to eight ways to get entered, um, which we will have detailed information. I'll hit a little bit of it in the, the podcast, and then we'll have our big flyer and everything going out here this week. So stay tuned for that. First way to get into it is rate and review us on iTunes. You know how much that helps us and how much we weigh that. The Listener League will be up tonight. I don't think I've posted it yet. Um, I had to go to a, an appointment this afternoon, um, so I didn't get it up yet, but I will. Last week's winner was Kyle Sals, S-A-L-S. Pretty common lineup that was up there at top of the leaderboards. I did not have it, but he did and did a great job. He had the Wilson-Lockett combo. He had Samuels, which was pretty chalky, but, you know, solid. Um, Melvin Gordon, which I talked about a lot. I had him in every one of my lineups. He paid off greatly. I just didn't put the right pieces around him. Evans was solid. Mike Williams, who I know Tambo was big on. Ertz, we both said at 4,700, he's going to pay off. Is this the week? He did. Uh, Chubb, pretty, pretty sneaky play. Not sneaky. I just don't think he was looked at as much with everything that was out there. Then the Steelers D, which wasn't necessarily 
one of the ones that was headed up there. So I think a great solid cash pieces, but he put some good pieces around it. Any thoughts there, Tambo? Yeah, I mean, awesome lineup. It's solid as it can get because, like you said, so Samuels is whatever. I mean, he was whatever. I think he was 60% owned in some places. That was just – that was warranted based on the situation. That pretty much had to be it. You know, I was all over Ertz at 4,700. I should have listened to you more on Gordon. And if you look at the lineup, I just didn't get enough in. If you look at the lineup for him here, Gordon and Ertz are both way too cheap. I think Gordon was 5,000 and Ertz was 4,700. These are guys that you've seen priced at, you know, Gordon up as high as 8K. Last year, even higher, and Ertz is a guy that used to be the $6,300, $6,500 guy. With D-Jacks coming back, he made sense. With Gordon just being that piece that was another week healthier, that made sense. The rest of the lineup was cut and dry, but that's what we're always talking about when we're saying, you know, you don't need to get too cute. That was the complete opposite of cute. That was just perfect as far as construction goes. Chubb is an offsetting play, good, bad, or the ugly. There's nothing wrong with Chubb. His volume is CMC-esque at times or Fournette-esque. No, nothing wrong with that play. And then the Steelers D fit nicely with Samuels and they create a lot of pressure. So Kyle Sal's killer lineup, man. I, I really liked it. Yeah. And he reached out to him and he did get, he gets a choice of a shirt and hat. Um, one of the other in the merchandise this week, our new shirts and hat. I'll have some information on that as well later. Um, yeah. I, I had a guy, which I hadn't even looked at. This is the first time I've ever talked about Gordon. I don't even think I sent you a text on there. I mean, I was dead nuts right on that. I was all over it. Killed it. I didn't I didn't say a word about it all. And I had some guy DM me Sunday night, and he's like, don't think you're good just because you talked about Gordon. He just lucked into some touchdowns. And I was like, dude, yeah. I, I, I haven't even watched the game today. I don't know anything about it. Um, but, you know, be be better. Do what you got to do. But if that makes you happy, text to me because I was like, I didn't even say anything about him. It. it just blew me away that people are like that out there. But I've gotten used to it by now, so I just move on and mute them. Um, so I don't want to talk. And I will apologize. I'm fighting a major like I don't know if I have strep, but my throat has been on fire for about three days, and I keep not having time to go to the doctor. So you will hear me struggling a little bit tonight, but I'll get through it. Contest selection and general strategy. Um, the only thing I want to go into this week is two things with you. If you haven't listened to our preseason pod, go check it out. I will tell you that uh, Tambo and I are going to do um, several pods during the golf break, which will be – we have two more golf. We have Mayakoba and RSM the, uh, next week and the week after, and then there's about a yeah, five-week right. break. Yeah, five-week break of DFS golf. There's – the President's Cup, which I know they're announcing teams right now. Hopefully, by the end of the show, we'll get you the full selections if you missed it. And then um, the Heroes Challenge, which is Tiger's deal. I may do some betting or something, but no DFS. We're going to do general contest selection strategy. I know both of us have a lot of ideas, and we get a ton of feedback from Slack. And matter of fact, if you go to the live questions Slack and, and you want to throw topic ideas in there, that you would like to hear a podcast about, do that. And, and we'll, we'll grab them because I know they get deleted because we go through like 10,000 messages a day at these rates um, currently. But we're going to do three or four pods leading up to the 2020 seasons about all kinds of stuff that you guys talk about. We're not ignoring you. I know you guys ask tons of questions, and I know you guys love it because when we get into it, um, we want to keep these pods under an hour so we don't have a lot of time. But do that. We're going to hit that up big time leading into the 2020 season. We have a lot of um, great not surprises, but great things coming that's going to be awesome for the for the community. My question to you was two things, and you already hit on one. I didn't know if you – I knew you would know about it, but I didn't know if you had a plan on talking to it. One is when you don't have a big um, PGA week, and let, I know I know you're a pretty good PGA, but say you're just okay. You just don't put a lot of money in PGA, but that money is free this week. Do you allocate it to another sport, 
one that you already do? Or do you say, ah, I'm going to put a hundred bucks in EBA and try it out. You know, how do you allocate those funds in a week like this? And then my second was when it's last in king of the beach, last time to get it. Do you change any, a strategy contest, more money, anything like that? Those were kind of the only two questions I had for you. Um, wow. That's it's, they're good questions. So <laughs> I feel lucky that it works out that there's no golf this week. So in my mind, I can allocate that money. Now, typically, though, bad form, so to speak. I don't. I don't say, by the way, now there's no golf this week. I got to push that 3000 bucks that I'm used to putting in somewhere else. I just don't, right, being open with right. you. Now, on this week, it's not that I'm just chasing. I mean, that's how it's always going to come across with these cues. But if it was pro- if it was something with my process where – I was off. I wouldn't go after it. It's but when you have five second places, I mean, it's literally. I, I remember the first week, uh, Cortland Sutton fell on the one yard line, and, and Emmanuel Sanders got the touchdown on Monday Night Football, and I finished four points back. Mike, the catch alone with the touchdown is seven points, and the game would have ended if Sutton falls in. And I win a ticket on week one, and the whole structure changes like butterfly effect shit. So uh, I'm not going to change much. I am going to play. Uh, all the cues this week to try and get into it because that's what I want to do. I want to get into it again. I think there's a thousand dollar tournament with 1100 people that I could play and you can win 200 grand for first this week, or you can get into a 75. Well, it's first you got to get through the 200 man stage, but you know, I feel confident enough in my lineup building. If I can get at least one ticket in and get to the top 75, then I'm in a 75 man tournament to win 200,000. So I like my odds for that better. I'll push some money into that, but it's not really going above and beyond. And it really has nothing to do with the fact that there's no golf. I just appreciate the fact that there's no golf. And I've had, like you, a little bit of success in NBA so far that I can feel pretty good about having a little bit money and, and shoving it in. So I'm definitely going to go after the king of the beach this week again. Yeah, and I, I'm going to do some only um, <clears throat> kind of similar to you. I'm not – I may not even be allocating more money to football because – and I know everybody's gonna say, "Well, you're just you're just hyping up the NBA because you're trying to sell it." Again, we just gave it away to, I'll just say, four figure amount of people for free. Like we added yeah. NBA and MLB, and those guys didn't have to pay us a penny. So we damn sure aren't doing it for money. But, and I've openly admitted I have my doubts. I said at the beginning of the podcast, like, I, and Tambo can tell you, I had very concerned about putting a product out that if these guys fell off the face of the earth or or, or were something I didn't like. I, I don't have the time or resources to do it. So it's going to be very tough for me, but I couldn't be more happy with not only the presentation, but the, the slacks feedback, everybody's loving it. Um, but you don't have to play for a lot. Like I just told you, I played for 70 bucks the other night. I can assure you, I don't play for 70 bucks in NFL and PGA. And I still had fun because it's a daily deal. And it's something to more than anything, to be honest, it's something to be in the slack and talk to the guys about because everybody's bullshitting about it and, and there's a bunch of DJs in there. So you kind of feel like you're the left-out kid if you're not playing it. You're like you're on the playground by yourself tossing the Frisbee and everybody's over here at the cool jungle gym and shit. And so you're like, well, I might as well go try to play this even though I don't know shit about NBA. I like the, the sport, but I just don't dive into it. But they they don't give away – we damn sure don't give away lineups, but – they give enough information where you can try to construct a solid lineup. They give great in-depth on one or two or three guys a night, and then they, they let you still do the work. No different than us, but because it's nightly and daily, they can't like go in-depth on 80 guys. That's retarded. But um, I really like the style. I think both the guys are killing it. I know MLB is going to be the same way, so I'm really excited about it. But I might put some funds there. What I'm going to do this week, kind of a little different than you, is I may not play my normal contest and just say, all right, I'm going to take my funds for this week find the best one or two strategies for the King of Beast qualifiers and just say for one week, I'm going to put all my funds that I would normally play and put it in that. 
And I just want to say that's okay if you want to do that out there, guys. Like, don't feel like you're chasing this one week. It's, hey, if you want to just – if you normally play 200 bucks, go find the best contest, put 200 bucks in, and see if you can get to the king of the beach. It's a great – like Tambo just said, it's – what's the original cut? Is it 200 down to 75, Tambo? Yeah, yeah, it's 200 down to 75. And then you just said it. It's for fun, right? Like, it's a definitely a good time. If you can get down there, I met some great people. Uh, it's It's been on for the last three years. The first year I made it and didn't quite get in, it was the top 50 went on, and I got 54th, had two running backs go down. And then the last two years, I got to the live portion and meet some great people. Like Gup said, we'll definitely always be preaching bankroll management, but if you normally put in 500 bucks into golf and want to chuck 100 in this week on a King of the Beach trial, we're talking football here, I would highly recommend it. It's going to be well worth your entertainment. It's a one-time deal. You're still 400 bucks behind that you would have normally played in golf. You're playing football anyway. You're just having putting, you know, some of that, you know, mama, mama don't know money maybe in there or something like that, right? A hundred bucks, chuck it in and have some fun. Do they, just correct me if I'm wrong, then we'll move on to this week because everybody's probably ready for that. But they have, I'm not as good on the contest with NFL because I, 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 I don't pay attention as in-depth as golf at times. But is there a quarter and 50 cent cues? Yeah, there's actually a 50 cent cue, 150 max. So if you're ever a time That's to spend 70, 70, yeah, 75 75 bucks bucks. Yeah. and put 150 in, it's definitely a larger field. But there's a $20, 20 max with 650 people, and we're going to move on. But there, there's a $100 where it's a four max with 134 people. And then if you want to go a little bit bigger, there's a 385 that's got 67 people but two tickets. So it's all what your bankroll is. There's something for right. everybody. There's a $1, there's a $4, there's a lot of options. And this yeah, last about, week, those, so you might as well have yeah, some fun. Are, go hard. I, th- I think some people think that these cues always cost a shit ton of money and they don't now it's no different than the regular week playing a a five dollar compared to a 555 there's a numbers game there but yeah if, if you got 75 bucks this week and you've never built 150 lineups and you're like well hell i, I want to just see how i do because i think i have pretty good player pools i'm raising my hand there i i this is me that i may do it i may go build 150 lines for 50 cents each and just just see how i do and even if I don't win that, at least I can go look at like the Millie Maker or some of these other 150 contests and go, well, how would I have done in that this week? Doing my process, I built my 150, even though I didn't win the qualifier because there's only one probably, maybe two. I want to go up to this other contest and see how I did. And it can at least give you confidence or not give you confidence, vice versa, whatever, and see how you do. Um, just some different things to think about this week. It's kind of a different week. So I wanted to hit on that a little bit. We are going to go fast and furious. I think it's a very apologizing for the throat it's a very unique week when you look at the the player pools and the pricing I, i'm in tambo and i hadn't talked at all i did release my rankings earlier which i normally don't but i felt bad about last week and i wanted to get them out early this week especially with no golf um i'll have version two and three still but I, there's gonna be some interesting decisions i can't wait to get into tempo with it but first let's kick off thursday night football chargers raiders um divisional game pretty big one Chargers favored by one, a 48 and a half total. Tambo, 120 seconds or less. Give me your thoughts on the game. Yeah, the, Char- the Chargers just got a, a break for once, right? They had the, the missed kick there at the end, so got themselves a W, probably feeling pretty good about that. The fact that it's a division game kind of makes it a little more interesting for me and in that I think it'll be a little bit closer, maybe not as you know high scoring as what we always think, but uh, you know these island games typically aren't anyway, but for this game you'd think with a 48.5 total. Now, uh, I like Rivers. You, you've seen what we've seen with uh, Rodgers, Watson, Stafford, all these guys throwing all over them. So definitely expect that to continue. Uh, certainly will be chasing my Mike Williams play. The guy got there on his salary in like two plays last week, and he still doesn't have a touchdown. So I'm expecting him to get that elusive touchdown this week. Perfect spot against the Raiders. 
Keenan Allen, Melvin, always in play because of who they are, but you know, I'm not as high on them as I am someone like Mike Williams. Uh, and then Hunter Henry's another one that I like with Rivers to be a little bit different. And then for the Raiders side, real quick, is Tyrell Williams still seems cheap. He, he's the sort of the sneakier mid-range play, the guy that actually scores the touchdown. So, uh, you know, he's got a bunch of them. I don't mind him at all for bringing it back. And I think the other thing is if you are thinking that the Chargers are going to be up, I think the, the sneaky or cheap flex spot that you could go after would be Jalen Richard at 3K, getting a lot of checkdowns. It's a good spot for that against a team like the Chargers who can create that pressure, let him slip outside, and then flip it over to him. 3K in a flex spot, I don't mind him. What about you, Gup? Yeah, in general, I agree. Um, I haven't looked at the showdown pricing. I, I didn't I, – I, I forgot to – I didn't forget. I just had shit this afternoon. What, is Gordon priced up this week or no? Uh, he's not – I forget exactly what he's at right now. I looked at him, but I was more focused on the other guys I wanted to talk about. I'll, I'll grab it up here yeah. right quick. Yeah, Gordon's got a, a guy that I think is – and I said it last week, obviously, in, inside and out that I'm – and I think he could come back. I don't mind um, – I do think it'll be a higher scoring game. So, so spreading it out is fine. I definitely think uh, it'll be one of those games where you have to, you have to, I mean, it's just a crapshoot. So you got to hit the, the, the captain. And I, I like, like a Renfro could be a potential lower price captain, a lot of touches. And if he happens to have that, that big game where he gets a touchdown or two, and you're able to fit some more pieces because um, it's a game just off the cuff that I definitely think you could play both quarterbacks in um, because you could see enough action. It's not a play a bunch of defense and kickers game, at least in my opinion right now. And if I change it, I'll, I'll update in the Slack tomorrow. But um, I agree with most of what you said. there. 7,200 for Gordon. So fair price. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could go captain him or, or if, if because, I mean, to your point in general, because of his last week, people may forget about Eckler a little bit. Maybe you flip it now and you say Eckler gets a bunch of catches and stuff out of the backfield. I think Eckler's in play because you got them boys coming off the end for the charger Bosa and they may be having some more check downs and short passes. The tight end comes into play in my mind, especially with the Phillip rivers, you know, his natural instinct for a tight end over his career. So those are kind of plays I'll be looking at. Um, I do bullet life on, showdown 90% of the time. So I pick and choose and, and kind of let it roll. Did okay Monday night with the Cowboys uh, or maybe Sunday night, whichever game it was, uh, made up a little bit for the NFL. But definitely a game I'm looking forward to. I like a lot of the pieces there. I'm a huge Josh Jacobs guy. I played him last week um, with Gordon and and Samuels was my three running backs in my bullet, I believe. And, and if I had Wilson Lockett, it really would have been a good week. I just got too cute. And we, we talked about it earlier, getting cute kills you. Yeah, real, real quick, real quick, yep. we'll move on to the main slate. But uh, Jacobs is ninety four hundred to give you a comparison. That Gordon's at seventy two hundred. So wow. I'm I'm still kind of with you. And I mean Eckler's seven thousand. I don't mind that, but I kind of like the Gordon for the captain play, just because that's twenty four hundred in savings. Then you double, you know, add another twelve hundred for one and a half x in that captain yep. spot. That's thirty six hundred dollars in the difference. I'll take I'll take Gordon at home all day, or sorry, on all the road day. all day. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100. Um, percent That's a good comparison way to bring that up. I like I like Jacobs too, but I I put Gordon in the I go Gordon in the captain Renfro, and then I build out from there because I like both those guys. The playbook is our Sunday main slate. The main reason most of you guys are here. Um, if you don't know, we cover the the showdown stuff pretty. I mean, tonight obviously we do Thursday, Sunday night the slacks hopping. Um, we don't necessarily do an article. I know I've been asked, are we, do we plan on adding one? Um, I may do one next year. I got, we got enough people on the team. I may have, have a couple guys try to get in charge of a write-up for Sunday night and Monday night. I forget that not everybody gets into the Slack, so that's on me. We'll, we'll address that a little bit. But if you're in the Slack, you get all the information you could possibly need about 
the yeah. Sunday night, Monday night DJing slates, but that's not an excuse for us. We will, we will address that because we give great information in there. We just, some, I just sometimes forget to post it because I am trying to squeeze like an hour a weekend to spend the time with the family. So normally in between that, that, that Sunday sweat day. And then right before that kicks off, I'm a little busy, but we'll say, we'll, we will address that and take care of it. Maybe I can get one of the guys to write up an early article on Sunday, Monday night showdown. The playbook, uh, 5,500 for running back and quarterback is our value. 5,000 for wide receiver, 4,000 tight end, 3,000 defense. We have a play, a fade, and a value for every position. We double up on the play and value for wide receivers. We we skip on the fade for defense each and every week as there's not really a fade to defense per se. Um, been pretty hot fire the last month in general. If you and I could put, build a team together, we may kill every fucking contest out there, <laughs> but we we have not been able to, to do that. So there's not a person in the world that could say we work together on lineups because if we did, we'd do a hell of a lot better than what we're doing right now. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking, man. Holy shit. <laughs> By one or two. As always, Tamo, kick us off. Quarterback, play, fade, and value. Anybody watching at home will see it. I got the Lamar jersey on, man, and it's it's his time. I don't care what anybody says. It's not recency bias. I've talked about him enough this season. All the way, you know, Bill Polian or whatever, talking about he's a wide receiver. The stats are insane for him in all of his games. We're dating right back when he played seven games last season for the, for the Ravens. Since he gets crushed by everybody at every position. So, chalk or not, 7300 bucks. Don't care. Love Lamar. Uh, I think he's the best quarterback and running back on the slate as far as matchups are concerned. So, uh, you know, I'll go with Lamar there. There's some other guys that I'll talk about when we get to the stacks and stuff because he doesn't necessarily stack as well. There's one guy, which is obvious, that I'll put him with, Chalky, but we'll move from there. And, and then my fade is going to be Rodgers, and it's really just the, the area that he's in. Way too many guys in his range. You got Breeze, you got Kyler, you got Winston. So I'm, I'm giving up some of my guys there that I'm saying I want to be on. And so I don't like his price because where he, where he suits in against those guys, it just doesn't fit for me. And yeah, it would be contrarian naturally, but I don't know if it's necessarily good contrarian just because of the, the matchup, the spot, and the fact of the guys that are there around him really have some huge upside on this slate. And value, I almost hate that it's 50. Like, I, I hate the range. So I, I got one guy, and this is more of a game theory slash maybe narrative, if you want to call it. But I'm going to say Trubisky only because – you know, pretty much all the quarterbacks are 5,700 and up right now, and he's not. He's below that. The increase in the range with everyone going up to 7,300 with Lamar. So you, you got to have someone down here that's cheap enough to fit our value range. And everyone wanted Trubisky to be a hero last week, and he sucked again. So I'm thinking maybe this will be the spot in the DFS industry where people are obviously – I know they're off automatically, but if Detroit sets the tone and the pace keeps getting up like they have in games this year when everyone says, and we've talked about this in the past, where Detroit slows down the game, they haven't been able to. Now they're on the road in Chicago, Soldier Field, tough place to play. What if he gets it going? Detroit can be passed on. So uh, certainly don't mind that for some cheap off-the-radar stacks. But I don't love this, and, I, and maybe I'm reaching here, but I have to pick someone. Yeah, so um... – before I give mine, I want to give a little feedback, and I'm going to try to encourage that. Um, I've had a had a viewer DM ask. Not he's really cool, cool guy, and he just said, "Hey, um, sometimes we don't hear back and forth between you and Tambo. We get it in general, but um, be cool like you do in golf." So my one quite my one fear of Lamar, and I agree with you on Lamar, is do do you fear them blowing him out? Um, my my gut says no because of that inner division battle. It's on the road. It's, it, you know the tens probably a lot. Blah blah blah. And and I know you're probably there too. But 
I guess a question for one that was going to decide to jump 7,300, the highest on the slate by far, at him would be do they blow him away and they're, and they're just they're just pounding it with Gus the bus and, and and Ingram is there any is there any little fear of that although I know you're supposed to point points rushing do you have any fear at all doing that not not really if you had to put a number on it like let's say that's like I'm worried like 10 percent that out of out of 100 that could happen because the thing is is like you said the interdivision battle that's a, a for certain for me the matchup independent or the game script independent if you want to call it is the fact that it, it, even if they're blowing them out it's still going to take probably three quarters or a crazy half, and he's just involved in all of it. So it's really hard. Like, let's say he get, they blow him out in three quarters. He's probably at 30 to 35 DK points. He could have already, you know, he's probably already done his job. And it's it really just so many ways for him to get there. The biggest fear actually would, and the only way I think that it would be going wrong somehow, and, I, and most people say there's no way, there's no way, is if Cincinnati D just decides to make this like a Super Bowl game for them. Right at home against Lamar coming against the Patriots. You guys just saw them beat who everyone expects to be one of the Super Bowl contenders and got the, the pants beat off by Lamar and the Ravens on, on the Patriots. But again, I just don't see it. So it, that would be the only way it could happen. I, I, I love the play on Lamar and I love it mainly. And I didn't pick him um, per se, but because if nothing else, I would say the unique play of the week or the contrarian would be a, he's 7,300. No one wants to pay that. If, Patrick Mahomes winds up being in there's there's not gonna be hardly anybody that's gonna take Mah- or Lamar for $300 more than Mahomes so very low owned in my opinion but I believe with AJ Green coming back and with Tyler Boyd and Tate and, and if they're I mean Ravens have a good D but the Patriots aren't a team that's gonna test anybody downfield and if you got a healthy AJ Green with Tate and Boyd you could potentially have – I agree with you. I think Cincinnati could actually not, like, shut them down or anything, but compete, be competitive at home. If this was at Baltimore, totally different thing. And as shockingly, let's say it's even 35-21, 38-21, 38-17, where Cincinnati keeps it competitive enough to keep enough pedal uh, pressure on the pedal that Lamar does have to stay in and play well. It even makes him more attractive at that price – because he could pay it off, and hardly anybody's going to be on him. So I do like it. My play, um, no one I thought you would go with Lamar, or at least I thought it was a, a chance, is Winston. Um, I like that game in general. I'm, I try not to, like, out-trick myself, because now I'm thinking everybody's probably going to be on Tampa Bay, Arizona, or real close. Maybe New Orleans, Atlanta. I'll talk about that in a second. But Arizona and Tampa Bay could be a really, really good just football game. You got two quarterbacks trying to prove a lot still. Um, Winston, you, you just can't get out of his own way at times, but he was right there. I mean, they get up 21-7 um, on Seattle. Obviously, Wilson comes back, but they didn't go away even when they came back, which I like. So even though they lost, they're still competitive. They are back home. It's going to be warmer, but that shouldn't affect Arizona too much. But I really like that game, and I just like his weapons a, ter- a hair more than Murray. And it's not that big of a price difference, 300 bucks. that I lean Winston there in that matchup. I'm going to fade Matt Ryan. I don't even know if he'll be talked about, but 6,100 is just ridiculous for him right now if he does wind up starting, which right now it looks like he is. Um, I want no part of Atlanta. The only player that's playable, because it doesn't matter who's at quarterback, he's going to get the ball like 10 times, is Julio. But I don't even know if I'd go there. I, I think New Orleans goes, you know, it's at home this week, and I think they, they blow the doors out of Atlanta. 20-point-plus um, type win. I'm not, I'm not, that's just going to be a, a murder to me. 
I agree with you on the value. I put none. And then I said, well, yes. there's two, there's two, it's just the pricing. Like you said, they, there's an algorithm there. And because they priced up Mahomes, expect them to play and Lamar, that middle zone's kind of, you know, there's Daniel Jones or, you know, something yeah. like that. But yeah, but, you said the guy I was going to say, but they jammed what they did is they jammed the 6K and above. So it's yeah. not that we, we might have to make our value 5,900 for the pod to give some guys some ideas and we'll cheat, quote unquote. But I'm just saying that that is really ugly for value, quote unquote, in that range. Yeah, the only the only two guys I even remotely mentioned was Fitzpatrick, um, just because they'll sling it. And if they're behind, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Brissett for the Colts that, um, you know, Fitzpatrick could throw for 300 plus yards and a couple touchdowns. That team looks a lot more energetic than like say a Bengals and jets right now in my opinion and then the only note i made was was similar to you and i said there's always one week where trubisky looks like a super bowl quarterback like goes for like yeah. 350 and four touchdowns and i my gut this morning just said this is probably going to be the week if not. if i'm building a lot of lineups i build a bear stack lineups just for the hell of it because i just have a gut feeling like everybody's against him they they lose again. I mean, they just – everything doesn't look great, but they're back home. It's against the Lions, and it's just one of those weeks where you could – I could see this being the highest-scoring game on the slate for for no damn reason. There's nothing that should say it, but there's enough little pieces there that if you game stack this and it busts to lose, you, you could um, – it could it could be pay off dividends for you. I do agree with you on Aaron Rodgers. Also to note, we need to start paying attention to weather. Make sure you follow us for the Audible mm-hmm. Saturday night. It's already snowing in Green Bay, I think, today. Um, this is that time of year where we got to start paying attention to wind, snow, stuff like that. Nothing crazy right now, but something to keep an eye on. Tambo, kick us off with running back. Two plays, a fade, and two values. Can I say Lamar Jackson again? Yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, we we joke a little bit in the slack and stuff just because guys have talked about the Ingram you know, nonsense with Mel, with him getting all the, the love to start the season. Mark Ingram to – in the Millie makers and whatnot, two, two, two weeks in a row, he was like almost 30% for some weird reason. And there's just no ceiling for him. We've talked about it enough. So uh, yeah, Lamar is going to smash here, but I, I speaking of weather in that game, if LaShawn McCoy can have these snow games, can't CMC have these snow games? Cause I, I don't know. I, I'm still loving CMC. I think you just play him at this point. Not, not going to go all in or anything like that, but 10, five from 10. I mean, it seems reasonable. Everything is, he's proven it again. I saw a stat today on Twitter Forget who it was. I apologize, but if you go back, not just this season, um, but so he, someone showed that in the in thirteen of his last sixteen games in the NFL, he scored sixteen or more DK points. Eight of those being over thirty, and three of them being over forty. So there's just no stopping this guy. You got to roll CMC. We'll get your thoughts in a minute on that. Uh, the other play, the guy they just don't increase in price for whatever reason. And I know he's not always. I always say he's a FanDuel play. Um, with the touchdown upside, but man, Derrick Henry just doesn't get any respect. Sixty four hundred bucks at home, another good matchup for me. I'm fine with it. Guy's always a little bit better on FanDuel because he doesn't catch a lot of passes. But this is the thing, right? If he gets two touchdowns, all you really want is one and then some yards. He can definitely run over a hundred yards. But if he gets his second touchdown, that's like six catches right there on one thing because it's six points. So uh, if he gets two touchdowns and hundred yards, that's the bonus. That's two touchdowns, and even if he doesn't catch a single pass. It's still going to outdo some guys over 6,400. I think that's more than fair. My fade is going to be Barkley. I don't know. Maybe he's a good GPP play, but at 8,800 bucks, the, the difference between, he's right in between two guys I like. I like CMC, who I just talked about. I like Camara, even on the road. Everything's there is fine. So, or at home, sorry. And now maybe Ingram down. So I think they're just going to put more focus to Barkley, and they're not looking that good for 8,800 bucks. I don't like that play that much at all. Uh, and then 
this is the thing again with value, just stupid. But two of them, I'll say one, I'll, I'll go more in depth on one is I got to cheat a little bit. David Johnson says he's hundred percent out of his own mouth at, uh, at $5,700. He might be this week's Melvin Gordon. I know he's 200 bucks outside the range, but got to talk about him. Uh, and then my other guy I mentioned this at the top of the pod was my bet last week and it failed. And I, and I put it like late night in the slack. Cause I feel, I was feeling so good. I had to tout it, but man, they, no one's talking about it. And then Singletary went on ahead of day, but Frank Gore was 99 yards behind Barry Sanders for third on the all time list. He was 4,200 bucks last week. I said, damn, you know, what's going to happen. He's going to get that bonus on DraftKings for a hundred yards. And at the same time, break the record, everyone was, or not break the record, crack into the top three and pass Barry Sanders, the the big thing he's going after, right? So I was feeling that pretty good. His total was like 38 and a half or something or, or something stupid on the yardage. So I had to go after it. I'm going to do it again this week. I'm going to double down. But he's 4,000. Now everyone's talking about Singletary. Everyone loves this Buffalo D. They did last week too. Gore at 4,000, if Singletary gets popular, will be an easy pivot for me because the matchup is strong. They're going to want to run it in the dog pound on the road at Cleveland, try and get Gore going again and get that get that third place and take it away from Barry Sanders. I'm rolling with him at 4,000. Yeah, I'll get to the Singletary here in a second. Um, I actually wound up playing him in one of my three just because of pricing last week. And I was like, yeah, I think – I mean, I like him. He put, I put him in the same category as David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um so I wouldn't have been against the Gore call, but if I had, I been in Slack that morning, obviously, you know where I was. Um, I, I would have, that probably would have topped me off of it. I probably, I probably would have said, that's a good point. I may go Gore, but um, I agree with you for most of the part there. Uh, Kamara is my play. Um, number one play 8,200. I, if there's no other time for him to have a traditional Kamara game, Drew Brees back, he plays better with Brees. He's at home. Atlanta's got a halfway decent at times in spots defense, nothing crazy, but hitting him out of the backfield. I can just see, I can just picture him now taking one for 60 out of the backfield on a, on a halfback, you know, screen or something like that. Plus another 80, hundred yards rushing two touchdowns total type deal. I mean, I really could see him as far as dollar value per point outdoing CMC for sure. But, We'll see how much hype he gets brought up. If that game starts getting hyped up as a high-scoring game, which I don't necessarily think, because I, I just I'm just I've been against Atlanta for what three weeks now or so going on, so I don't believe that. But I think Atlanta or New Orleans can get theirs and get theirs quick and plenty. Um, so I like Kamara. I have DJ as a play because of the, the 5500 rule, quote unquote. So I didn't put him in value, but I 100% agree with you. And and I just hope he doesn't because Gordon never really got popular last week. No one, I think I may have been one of the few that were even mentioning him. And I put DJ right back there. You nailed it. I'm all in it. I don't care if they're on the road. Tampa Bay would struggle against a guy like that out of the backfield in general, if he's healthy. And I think Edmonds is even, even he's questionable at best right now. So it's not like it's a one, two punch situation. He may not even play if I'm not mistaken. It's early, but um, Mm -hmm. it could be, it could be a lot of DJ. So I definitely like DJ. So this is tough. Um, technically my favorite was CMC and it, and it really had to do with not his price, but the price difference between him and the next bunch. And I just, he has to have that 30 or 40 point game. And because he was a little less on last week and he still smashed, this is more of me thinking people are going to go, I can't miss out. He just continues to do it. And so people are going to are willing. Okay. Fading it because it allows me to build completely different than him. Um, does that make sense, or is that 
No, it makes sense. I just, uh, it's yeah. like the only thing I don't, you know, not to get back at you, but I'm saying, like you said, if people are going to keep going there, well, they, they, it sounds like they should. 13 out of 16 weeks over 26. At 10-5, I know that 26 isn't the be-all, end-all, but I, I'm talking more to in like a single cash game, something like that. I know you can pivot off in, in three max, and that's kind of why you want, I think, your three entries so that you can have your, your you know, in your case, or in my case, we're both kind of conservative in that sense, but I might go two CMCs and one where I fade them. You with your three max might go one CMC or none, but if you go one, at least you can fade him in two and feel better about it. But I, I certainly think there's merit to still playing him, whether the price is ten five or the range is empty or not. I think it's ghost town around him for a reason because he's just better than everybody by a mile. Do, do you know what his um, ownership was last week? Like in one of the millies or something? I didn't have it. It, it was super low. I, I think it ended up being like eighteen or something like that. Like he still <laughs> ends up getting some, but it's definitely not near enough. And then when he goes and chops up forty something points. People are just dumbfounded, right? Like, how'd this happen? Well, because he's well, seeing that good. Well, yeah, and to your point, like, if, if I'm building 100 lineups in some kind of the slant or something like that, or even if I'm building 100 in the, let's just say the 50 cent um, King of the Beach queue, like, I don't mind putting him in 25 by any means. So that that's that's a great point that I'm more talking about if you're in an isolation, three max, five max, something like that, it'd be a spot where if he, you think he may be higher on, it's a good place to fade him. Um, definitely don't mind being at least equal his ownership if he's going to stay down there with his price, which he very well could. My value plays, uh, you mentioned one. I still like Singletary. I have Singletary slash Montgomery. Um, Montgomery continues to get more usage. Um, that game, as I've talked about, could potentially be a lot higher scoring than what you may think. If Trubisky actually has his one or two of the whole season where he actually shows up. Um, I like Montgomery. I've liked him all year. I liked him preseason. He hasn't really shown, hadn't had the opportunity to show he's all about. Got a little bit last week, and he played well. Um, did good. 5,300 is a good price in a, in a field or a, a, this whole week. There's just not a lot of great value. You're going to have to find the one or two spots to go to that you like. Um, and then I like, I still like Ronald Jones. You know, Tampa Bay, that's a game that could be one of the highest. It's projected to be the sec, or tied for the highest game right now in point total. Um, Arizona, you know, I think they're a better deed now. We talked about it last week, Budabaker come back, uh, Patrick Peterson being there. Um, I think they're getting better as the year goes on, but still not great. I even like potentially a stack with the Arizona D, and you can still play Tampa Bay just because we always talk about the pick six capability of Winston. But for 4,300, I don't mind Ronald Jones if you're just trying to find some deep value there. Um, before I lead off the wide receivers, any, anything there on the values or, that we didn't talk about? No, we didn't talk before, though, and that's funny. I got so hyped on the David Johnson cheat that I forgot my other value, which was Ronald Jones. I said, dare I say Ronald Jones, 4,300. I think it's like you just said, everything with them. They've made them full-time, and you can really use them. I like them more for a game stack because I think that game is going to get stacked and be popular, but to fit him in there to make some of the other values fit, a la, you know, last week when you wanted to fit Lockett, Metcalf, Wilson, and get Evans in there, it was tough because you couldn't really find all the value besides Samuel's. And then you had to push a bunch of cheap receivers. This is another way to do it this week with a guy like Ronald Jones and fit that Arizona Tampa Bay game stack. Yeah, and I don't know that he's really just hyped up a lot yet. I don't think he's going to be – I mean, he'll be talked about a little bit just because that game's talked about, but he could still be fairly under-owned um, to get an edge. I think I'll so. the water. Yeah, I, I'll kick off the water receivers. You've started the first two. Um, I, back to that game, I don't mind going Godwin or Evans. They're right there priced the same. If I'm choosing one and only one, I lean Godwin just a little bit just because of the matchup. I It's really going to come down to who I think Peterson's going to match up against. Um, he could float because they're both great. 
he could just want to lock down Evans. I, I don't know. It's something I'm going to keep an eye on and, and kind of deep dive into some notes to see where I think he may be, and I'll update that as the week goes on. But I don't mind either one of those, and I can see scenario where you try to play them both. There's not much value this week, as we just mentioned. So to get both those and some running backs and, you know, a, high, a mid-high run, a quarterback because there's not a good cheap play there, it's going to be tough. So you're going to have to make some decisions this week. That's why I think construction is going to be so key this week. I think everybody's going to be on the same, call it 30 guys in a pool, but you can't fit because there's not – right now there could be something that comes out where there's an obvious chalk cheap guy, two or three, that lets you pivot around. Um, so you're going to have to make some choices. One guy I do like that just hadn't had a breakout game, but I think he could at any time. And Tampa Bay secondary we, we know has been abused at times. It's Christian Kirk. I like him. 5,200 just because of the value. I think, you know, you could drop down to him. Even Fitzgerald's only 55, but 5,200 for a guy that could potentially, you know, have that game we've been waiting on to keep that game stack flowing. Fade-wise for me right now, this is tough. Um, Devontae Adams was the guy I wrote down just because I agreed with you on the Aaron Rodgers deal. Potentially kind of ugly game. I could see a scenario where you could talk yourself into not playing uh, Galladay at 7,000 because he's up there and there's so many good options. Uh, but I wonder if that game just gets avoided. So I'm, I got it. I'm keeping it circled as a potential sleeper game, but I don't, you know, other than that, I would fade him at 7,000 because I, I think I'd rather pay up for Godwin Evans, you know, Julio even, uh, Cooper Cup may go under the radar or something like that, um, you, you know, but that, that's how I had him right now. Value's tough this week in, in all the positions. So at the end of it, I'm just going to ask Tambo, like, how do you how do you even start to build when you there's no two or three just plug-in spots? Um, I think we'll get to a little bit on tight end and defense and stuff where you, you may have to go cheap to try to fit some of these guys in. But I do like Ted Ginn, um, you know, 3,700. His floor's not zero, but – if Atlanta keeps it somewhat competitive and Breeze being back and, you know, Breeze could hit him a little bit, you know, in the, across the middle, flat route stuff, and he doesn't have to return a lot to return his value. You know, eight or nine points out of him would be huge. Um, and then Jamison Crowder is my other one for the Jets. I, I He's kind of off the wall play for me. Um, I don't hate Darnold. I think he makes a lot of good plays and then some bad that just gets overlooked, but Crowder in general for 5,000 on the number. He gets so many targets. that, And we know the Giants' defense is horrendous, the secondary especially, that I don't mind playing Jameis Crowder as a sneaky $5,000 play. What about you at wide receiver? I like your uh, gin value. It's fast track at home, one play, shut it down, boom, first half. That could be how they get their lead, 7 nothing right out the gate, right? 75-yard touchdown gin. So uh, making a note of that here, marking it down. Pulling up another note, I'll get to my fade in a second. But, yeah, but so play, I, I like to, the other guy there. I like the big dog. I'll pay for him, Michael Thomas. I think, like I said, once more value comes out, you mentioned a key point there, uh, and I re-hit on the slack again today. You know, you mentioned about, you know, how do you even start building your lineups? The answer is you don't, right? I got people posting lineups and sending me d- dummy lineups. Say, how does this look? I'm not being rude when I say I don't – it's not that I don't care. I'm just saying it doesn't matter right now. Like, you have to wait. The NFL is an ever-changing sport. There's so much news the best of the best DFS players in the world are waiting around on Saturday night for the Schefter bombs, the Rappaport bombs, everything to finalize. Then they're making their slight adjustments, adjustments, getting their sleep in, waking up and building out their lineups. And, and if there's even later news, like game time decision, then they're building up sets for if-then. So if this guy plays, I'm going with this lineup or this pool of, of whatever. If this guy plays, I'm going with this. So you can't build them yet. 
uh, there'll be more value that comes out. But I talked about Breeze earlier. I like Michael Thomas. I love your call you just made, and I love Ginn. I love that whole onslaught. But Michael Thomas, pretty much best matchup you can ask for with Atlanta. Uh, he av- he's averaging over 15 DK points a game, well over, because he doesn't have a single game less than 15 DK points a game. So he's literally, you know, he's 8,300. He's not cheap, but he's almost averaging 2X set. And you want more, of course. But why couldn't he get more in this spot? Uh, the other play I like is Tyreek. Guy looks good even with Matt Moore. He's winning jump balls, for God's sakes, you know, up there in the, you know, for a small guy. He's chasing down their, their starting running back from 15 yards back at 23 miles per hour almost to, to catch him in the end zone if you saw that play. Uh, and so now with Mahomes likely back, I wouldn't even talk about yet. I'm assuming he will be. He was running around jumping on the field afterwards. I, I feel like he looks pretty good. We'll wait and see what the doctors say. Andy Reid said they couldn't comment on it yet. But why would they? If he's going to be healthy, they don't really want them to know. They'll just slide him in. Uh, but even if not, he's still fine. I kind of like him more as a one-off. I'm not going to get too aggressive there. Um, but he could be even a pivot off of a guy like Mike Evans or somewhere in that range or, or whoever. You know, the DJ Moore and the boys just burned the Titans last week, and Tyreek's faster than them by a mile. So uh, I'll go with him. My fade, it's interesting you said, that, you know, we're on almost the same page. We talk, You know, you talked about Adams there. That's sort of one I had in mind. Galladay, the more we get talking, you and I back and forth here, I feel like, Maybe we're not crazy for thinking this Trubisky thing or the Chicago at home thing. You can just see the bad Stafford game on the road coming in, right? So I like the Galladay call as well. I really am with you that there for now, anyway, unless there's a reason to go there on, you know, if things improve or matchups change or, or something comes out. But uh, I'm not really big on Godwin. And the reason is this. And I think from everything I can tell, there'd be no reason that Patrick Peterson wouldn't go after Mike Evans. And I was just looking up a stat. And since Patrick Peterson's been back, He's allowed a 131.4 QB passer rating, two touchdowns, 82% catch rate, and over 200 yards. Uh, I like Evans. I still think, you know, I wrote him up in the article last week, Tambo's targets. I had him as the pivot over Godwin, which turned out, which turned out to be huge. So not just to toot my own horn or our, our own horn, but that was a great pivot to be on last week when everyone was talking Godwin. You got Evans for cheaper uh, by 100 bucks and less ownership was what I talked about a lot in that article. And he gets the longer yards per play. And on top of that, he's their higher team target share. So with those stats that I just mentioned on Patrick Peterson, I got no problem going with Evans again uh, over Godwin. So Godwin will be my fade. And then my values, I really couldn't get to him, like you said, like I was trying to pick and choose. I'll go back. Uh, if Curtis Samuel plays, I know he's questionable right now. For some reason, no price bump. The guy scores touchdowns. I think he's got four touchdowns now. He got another one last week. He's fine. You know, in the snow game, if it's going to happen, I brought that up. I'm glad you mentioned weather earlier but he can get those short checkdowns, right? If it's not going to be CMC, it's a good leverage play. If you're going to not use CMC to use a guy that's one third of his price that still scores touchdowns and Kyle Allen loves to use, you know, uh, Cam Newton, we didn't talk about this, but got moved to IR. So it's official. So, you know, in a weather game in green Bay, tough place to play loud crowd, that sort of thing. You could see Curtis Samuel become a factor at just 4,600. And the other guy I really like actually is right on the button at 5,000. Uh, assuming Engram is out, but even if he plays, I don't mind him. You know, if Shepard's back at five thousand, he's now nine hundred bucks less um, less than uh, um, Tate, who I'm thinking of. And at five thousand, I like Shepard just as much. He used to be a lot more. Tate's been the guy, but I don't think they're going to shy away from Shepard. So five thousand straight for him. I wouldn't stack him. I'm just going to use him as a one-off value. That's it. No, yeah, Michael Thomas, you know, full disclosure is number one in my rankings that I released earlier, so definitely don't mind that if you want to go up there and you think you can save elsewhere running backs or something or you're on a couple cheaper guys. Um, <clears throat> Michael Thomas, a great play. And Shepard was one to 
watch how he climbs throughout the week or see um, he's in my top 20, 22, I think, somewhere right in that number. Um, so I like him on, on coming back this week in a game that, you know, we know the Jets and Giants, although ugly teams, both because of the D and how they're, they're built. You got, you got, you got Tate, like you said, Shepard. Um, then the Jets side, Robbie Anderson. I mean, you could have some big plays in that game, even though it's a quote unquote kind of scrub New York game. So I agree with all that. I definitely like those calls. Probably the two of the most, not important, but to see where we want to go with, you, you almost got to think you got to save down here at tight end and defense. So kick me off with the play value and fade on tight end and, and, and your strategy this week, knowing there's not a bunch of value to go down to right now on wide receiver and quarterback and running back. Yeah, well, when we're talking the playbook, right, and you've mentioned this to me before, and it's full disclosure, but, you know, I'm playing – you guys know I'm playing a lot of lineups, but you you said to me one time, I remember to this day, you said, well, how the hell are you fitting all those guys? And you're right. I talk about a lot of the high-priced guys. I'm not fitting them all. And remember, I always talk about this and got no problem. And as Gut mentioned, we're going to bring more strategy pods into the fold where we're going to talk about this, but I'm using these guys in those set lineups. So obviously, yes, I'm having to find value in different places. So you talked about, you know, Gin as an example – Instead of using Camara, I'm going to use Thomas, and then I might fit in Ginn, and then boom, now I got all the money to play with again because a $3,700 guy makes it work. So, again, when I'm talking about my plays, I'm talking about the best plays. You know, forget the points, everything dollar aside, but then that's why we talk about values. So I'm saying if you're building your lineup this way versus that way, you've got to convert. But I do like the more expensive tight ends. Obviously, again, I'll have to build backwards, you know, to get them to fit in, but I got to love my boy Mark Andrews to fit with Lamar Jackson. I talked about him earlier. This will be the chalk combo. But I put in here as a note and strategy play, a way to be different is, here's the deal. If I actually like Boyd better if A.J. Green plays to run yes, it back. Too. Yep, so, so that's just a point to bring up. And I don't think he'll be as popular. I think, obviously, Boyd becomes extremely popular if, uh, you know, A.J. Green's out, which he wasn't at practice again today after Zach Laser and them said, it's going to be all good. We got a plan for him. And then all the news came out that, no, he's not. he didn't even practice today. So maybe he doesn't play this week. I actually don't even like running anyone back if not because then I think Humphrey's just going to shut down Boyd in the slot if there's no A.J. Green and they'll have to work around it a different way. You could get a guy like uh, Tate for value. But I like Boyd with that stack. So you run a Lamar, Andrews, run it back with Boyd. That's my tight end play with Kelsey as another expensive guy being a close second. Again, hoping that Mahomes is back. My fade's going to be Ingram, whether he plays or doesn't. Don't like him. I'd rather go up to Kelsey, down to Andrews. And then my value, who I think is who I'll use in some of these lineups as I'm talking about, and we didn't mention Zach Pascal as a, a wide receiver value. He's certainly in play this week, and we'll get to more of that as the week goes on, talk about it in the Audible. Uh, obviously, a lot hinges here on Brissett, but I got to love Ebron at 3,900. He's the red zone guy. The bigger factor for me is it's not just that Hilton's out or, or uh, you know, that he can score touchdowns and that, you know, you say, but Doyle's there and so on and so forth. But 3,900 bucks, we've seen him have multiple two touchdown games last year. I know different quarterback, but still he's an end zone threat for them. And Paris Campbell broke his hand this week, or, or I believe it was his hand that he broke this week in, in the game. So now you got no Hilton, no Paris Campbell, a guy like Pascal and Doyle. Those are sort of more move the chain guys, which by the way, Ebron still does that for them. But when they get in that red zone, if they can't pound Mac in, they're going to be looking at going with a guy like Ebron as a big target there that can catch a ball. Uh, he could be good for two touchdowns at just 3900 bucks this week. I don't mind that at all, and I feel much safer with him than if someone mentions, maybe you do, a guy like Mike Jacecki at 3100 who could be another value. But go ahead. What, what do you got this week up at tight end? 
No, and I think a lot of that, what you said was dead, dead on. I mean, it in, and I related to as a newer, newer guy, newbie, if you will, to NBA, even though you with the way that uh, Preston and Dan handle the article, like they're going to give you great plays, um, mid range values and sleepers, but you still have to choose the one or two that you, I mean, you can't fit, you know, cat and, uh, the freak and, you know, AD and LeBron on the same lineup. No shit. They're all good. And they're all playing, but you have to pick and choose. And and we try to give enough leverage to go, here's why we like these guys and where we like them. And in this week they may have an edge. And then, then, then you take all that and you have to, at the end of the day, come Friday and Saturday, which is where the community and the slack kind of feeds in is you may have a, a game plan all set. And you and I are dead nuts on the same, same spot of people that bill before, even Friday, I don't, I don't know how they do it, you know. And and I mean, I just there's so much that changes in the NFL. I, I don't see how you can possibly do it. And the last thing you have to do is then go in and figure out how does ownership affect everything I just, I just talked about. NBA is a little different because it's every night, but you know, you may be dead nuts on. Here's my lineup. Injuries are out. We know so and so is out for sure. Well, now I got to figure out how's the ownership factor into everything, and then and then make my tweaks off of that. So very difficult to do but that's why putting the puzzle pieces together does take so much time and effort um and hopefully the community takes advantage of that tight end wise i agree with you on andrews um one i put in there just um i thought you would go jackson andrews as a combo so my kind of one b was jared cook at 4100 um and that was a to your point i could do say i do four lineups and i mix and match kamara mt ginn and cook Two and two, two and two, two and two, two and two. Well, I get every combination I want. I get a, the high price guy and the cheap guy in four different lineups, and that's a stack. And then I build off of that. That's just a way that you can take advantage of a situational game that you think may may go off and get a couple different combos, save some money with two low guys, and price them up. Cook kind of fits that mold for me this week, along with Ted Ginn. Um, depending on how you want to lose it, you you may put all four of them in a lineup and just hope they you know score fifty, um, and you still got plenty of money because now you're playing a thirty seven hundred dollar guy and a forty one hundred dollar guy. I, I don't know. I mean that's something we give you options out there and then let you try to construct with everybody's help. You know as we get through the week, my um, fade was Kelsey. I I think a lot depends on Mahomes. I want to see where he's at. They're on the road though. Tennessee. We'll see. You know. Tennessee's still competitive. They're not great, but, I mean, I could see them hanging in there. But $6,400, the main reason is I, I think you're going to have to find value this week in spots, and I don't think I want to pay $6,400 for, for Kelsey unless I'm, I'm quote-unquote, calling him my number four wide receiver. So I got three wide receivers, Kelsey, and then a cheap tight end. So almost playing two tight ends this week, potentially could do that. Or two wide receivers, Kelsey, and then I play Ginn, a, a guy like Ginn. Um, or Tate, like you just mentioned, odd, you know, another uh, cheap guy, something like that, where in a sense that cheap wide receiver is my tight end this week, quote unquote, and then Kelsey's my third wide receiver. You could do that if that's the way you're thinking. Um, and then my value was, I like Greg Olson. I just think um, $3,600. He's heavy in the game plan. Allen likes him a lot. Like you said, they get to the red zone. By chance, if CMC's not getting it, I think he could sneak a touchdown in there. I do like his value. A 1B guy for me was the guy that just – just it's kind of like Trubisky's once one week a year. Like, O.J. Howard's got to go hard one week, right? And is this, this the This is the matchup. Yeah, right. he's the other guy. But I just – I don't know if I can do it. Like, God, it's so <laughs> tough. But it makes 30, sense. 
Yeah, $3,300. It's a spot that may, maybe many won't go to. And so it could be you're still getting the stack. It's still the game that you may love, but you just pray that it's his one or two a week where he goes for like, you know, 120 and two and, and he just, just pays off crazy. So I, he's on my radar to kind of keep in the player pool. I'll kick off defense real quick. This is pretty easy for me right now. Uh, my plays are Ravens. I think they smash. They get a lot of turnovers. They get a lot of, they, they could even hold them to low points. Um, the only thing I don't like about them is that they're on the road, but I'm really not real concerned about it. Um, and then and I like the – I had a 2A, 2B. I, I like the Saints as well um, just because I hate it. I just don't think – I think Atlanta just gives up. I think they, they kind of – like I mentioned with the Reese now, and nothing's changed me there. The Saints are playing great. They're at home. I love that. $3,700 if you don't want to take the Ravens. Um, I like the Saints at home. And then my value play is the Cardinals. $2,200. Um, I think Tampa Bay could still score 20. I've mentioned this week in and week out. 20, 30 points. But Arizona could get a sack or two, a fumble. We know Winston has a chance to turn it over a few times. They're kind of my cheapy play of the week. I, I don't think I can go Baltimore or Atlanta, even though they're god-awful cheap. Um, only because Baltimore – I mean, not Baltimore. I'm sorry, Bengals. Because Baltimore just doesn't really – I mean, Lamar really doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and they run so much that – it would have to be a fumble or something crazy to make that really worth it at 1700 And in Atlanta, I see no shot of holding the Saints less than 28 points. So I don't like any anybody there. So that's kind of my cheap play of the week. What about you? Like the Saints, uh, I'm off this Ravens thing. It's going to come into play. We're getting into the betting segment here next. Uh, like I said, it scares me. I remember last time I talked about this because, remember, the Bengals already saw them, and it was only a 23-17 game in Baltimore and Lamar did run for 152, and my boy Andrews caught 99 yards against him. So I'll say this. I still am scared about this spot. I think it could be a very trap spot. I'm not big on Baltimore. I like the Saints at home, regardless of cost, save a little bit of money off the Ravens. Atlanta can make mistakes. Ryan or not, doesn't matter. They're going to get crushed, I think. Uh, the Steelers were my value because of road golf. But also, we've talked about this on the pod in the past, it's more of – does pressure get to him, Goff? And if it does, he can't play. And Pittsburgh creates a lot of pressure. Watt and the boys, they, they're at home. They're in a good spot there. So I like them for just 2600 and the Saints for my play. Like I said, I'm just worried a little bit more about this, and, and we'll get into the betting segment. But what do you got for stacks, first off, Goff, for this week? Yeah, I agree with you on the um, – definitely agree with you on the on the Saints there. Um, so obviously, uh, Bucks is is the first one I like. Um Winston Godwin, Winston Evans, um, Winston Evans, OJ, Winston Jones, OJ Evans. I mean, you you can mix and match that. You could go Murray, and then throw some some Tampa um, wide receivers that maybe Kirk in there. I mean, you could have a four or five player stack out of that game. You knew which way you want to go. Um, and then the Saints. I, I don't know if I go to Drew Brees yet. I hadn't figured that out, but. I mean, I mentioned enough of them. And the four main ones I'm eyeing in some kind of way was the four I just mentioned, Kamara, uh, MT, Ginn, and then uh, Cook. So so Saints, Bucks, Saints, Cardinals, somewhere in that range. What about you? Yeah, I said I'd talk about it at the end because just some of these guys didn't fit, and I cheated on DJ and brought his name into it. But Kyler, your boy, who I know, you know, we got to love him this week. So, uh, you know, Kyler against this Tampa Bay team, it's a pass funnel. It makes sense. DJ's priced right at 5,700, didn't fit my values. You, you know, took Kirk and, and used him as one of your plays, didn't quite fit the values at 5,200. 
I like Kirk as well. So Kyler, DJ, Kirk, run it back with any of those Tampa guys, guys you just talked about. I'm fine with that. Evans, Godwin, you know, even OJ, you might have sold me on it. But like I said, you can mix a guy like Jones into that game stack. Let's say they get rolling right quick, 50-yard pass to Evans, 20-yard pass to Godwin, and then boom, you know, Jones gets the touchdown for 4,300. That's going to make some value there early and hope that he can roll from there. And then the chalk stack is the the LJ with Andrews. I love it. And like I said, maybe just get sneaky on who you run it back with. If it's going to be chalk going that way, get a different guy on the other side, whether it's Tate, Boyd, if AJ plays, or even AJ if he plays. Would you do any uh, LJ, Andrews, Ravens D, or are you just totally against Ravens D? I'm, I'm not really on the Ravens D this week. Uh, I, what I would do is I would do a Saints stack with the D and I would do a Trubisky stack with the D because here's the thing about Trubisky. I think it's got to be a bit of a close game, but I think that Stafford can make some mistakes. So I think that could end up being one of the games where you see that and all those guys work. So you could run almost like a full onslaught stack with Chicago D involved for cheaper. Yep. Nope. I agree with you. Um, super seven spreads hot off the presses. Obviously for me, I'm just attacking like it's another week. I'm just, I, I do now pay for a while. JB knows this. I know you maybe do too. Like I wouldn't even, I would just submit my lineups like the first six weeks. And yeah, I just pure coincidence that that one lineup kept being my best almost every single week. Now, obviously I, I do try to somewhat subconsciously put my best plays into it. We'll see. You're how better it goes. Now. You're definitely yeah. better now. <laughs> I still want to get my super seven week, my, my seven and oh, cause that's guaranteed money where I'm at now. Doesn't mean anything. I, I could, you know, the guy that was winning the super contest in Vegas has went like, two and eight and one the last two weeks. And he went from, I mean, he, he's still up there top five, but he was like 27 and three. And now he's got like 12 losses. Um, I did have a perfect week in that one as well with OG. Um, we are, nice. we are charging, charging hard in the super contest. I'll just leave it at that. Um, so, so good week there as well. Uh, the super seven's mine, which I give him shit about because I just picked those myself. And so the ones we don't agree with, I've done well, um, obviously. And so I give him shit, but OG's a great guy. So he just laughs at it. Um, he, he, he's, we've done well working together on the super contest one though. I, I got two dogs. Um, I had to call myself off of a six star bet last night with this first one. Um, I'm not saying I won't go there yet, but it looks way, way too obvious to me, and I just don't understand the number. It's the highest plus-minus in my power rankings I three years, and I can't figure it out. And the other side of it is a team that I've been bitten by so much, so I'm just thinking maybe it's just me overthinking. But I, I love the Bills plus three. I don't. I think Cleveland's a wreck. Um, I think Baker has too many tendencies that a defense like Buffalo will pick up on. But maybe that's just a chalk me thinking, and and I I need to dive into it before I officially jump in. But um, I still love the Bills. I'll play them. They're my free play of the week, plus three. Get it. I'm going to bet it normal for now, but I'm going to do some deep diving and film watching to see if there's anything that gets me thinking Cleveland can can show up finally and play well. So I'm on the Bills plus three. The second one I like just because of the number – my gut said that this wasn't going to be as close of a line. I thought it was going to be San Fran minus four, four and a half ish. So to get Seattle at six and a half worries me a little bit because I feel like Vegas is trapping you in there with Russell Wilson coming off a great game again. I just like him in this spot. It's Monday night. If this was a mid mid card Sunday game, I wouldn't like Seattle as much. But putting Russell on Monday night football prime time, the dude shows up always. I'll, I'll take Russell plus six and a half against a first time in the limelight 49ers, even though I love them and they've no worse than push my big preseason bet on them over eight um, as they started out eight. No, they just got to win one more game and we cash that. 
Um, I like Seattle. What are your two? I, I was like taking the big dogs, uh, you know, especially at home when they, when you get a, a number that most people are scared of. So I know it's the NFL. I know they say these numbers are too big, but Saints minus 13, assuming Kamara's good, finally rested, fully healthy. I saw today their entire O-line is intact. That's why I like them for DFS. That's why I like Kamara. That's why I like Thomas. All these guys, I just feel like they should smash them, and two TDs seems like nothing uh, at home. So I'm going with the Saints minus 13. And then my other one is the, I should say, Cincy plus 10 or whatever their number is. I got to look it up again. But um, I'm going to say the Jets, actually, and I'm going to use them as my dog. So I'm jumping ahead here. But plus two and a half, home game is technically you know out the window because it's for both teams. It's, it's in New York, so uh, against the Giants. But I, I talked about not loving Barkley and not loving that offense, especially if Ingram's out. Um, not really getting behind anyone besides Shepard, like I mentioned, as a value at 5K for PPR, but that doesn't convert to real life play. Uh, and what about this? Darnold, third overall pick, Giants take Barkley instead. What about the snub job? So I don't know about that maybe meaning something as well. It's only two and a half points, so didn't look half bad last week, bounced back a little. So I'll, I'll take the Jets plus two and a half and get your thoughts on it as we segue into the dog because that's my dog this week as well as the winner at home home, quote-unquote, against the Giants. New York, New York. Yep, New York's uh, Jets two and a half on the Super, and the Bengals are 10. Um, like so them both. I, I, yeah, I don't mind that. Uh, my my dog of the week is the one I just meant, Bills. I'm going to take them out. I would take them out right. Um, so def, definitely like Bills. I don't mind the Jets either. I do think the Giants have pieces if they put it together. I just worry about that defense. Um not that the Jets have anything to write home about, but, you know, Darnold showed flashes. It'll be a good kind of fun, entertaining game to watch in general and just kind of see what those guys are made of as they, they you know, try to plant themselves being Danny Dimes and and uh, Darnold, you know, are, can they be the future for those franchises? We'll kind of see a little bit. They both have had great times and they both struggled. So um, we'll see. Survivor pick. I'm still alive. I still have the one um, that I have not lost all year, um, which I'm proud of. I do have one that, you know, it was a re- one of the rebuy situations. So I like that one as well. But I, I'll, I like the one that I haven't lost e- anymore yet either. I'm way gone in the Gup's Corner one. I, have, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'll probably put a note in here to make sure I get how many is left each week um, from JB because I, I, we should have that. That's, that's my fault for not knowing how many is left. But um, I had three teams listed because I don't know. There's so many. We're into deep in the season. People could have used everybody. Um, my number one is who you just mentioned. If you have the Saints, I think you lock and load them. I, I just there's not there's like a one percent scenario in my head. I see them losing at home to Atlanta. Like it would be one of the biggest upsets in the last five years for me if they lost at home in this exact position with a dead coach, um, a quarterback who's potentially crippled and just nothing going for him at all. And, and it's on the road. Like if this is if this is a Saints minus nine at Atlanta, I could say I could maybe see a some kind of stupid slip up, but not not in New Orleans. Um, I like your Ravens, at, you know, at home. I mean, they're on the road, but I like them if you haven't used Don't do them. it. Don't do it. That's the <laughs> trap this week. It's the trap. Yeah. Don't do but it. But Saints are my one, and then I don't mind the Colts. Maybe as a – if you're just desperate, you've already used all the chalky, maybe that's another one. Who Who is yours? Yeah, it has to be the Saints. I, I was looking back. I couldn't see a lot of spots that guys would have used them, so may, maybe I'm missing it. But I, I, I still have, I, I still have them all. I have them in all mine. So I that's what I was gonna them. say. That that tells me right there. That's not not you're definitely not the public by any means. You're the complete opposite. So that would be saying maybe not everyone does. But I would say if you got it in every league, then I'd have to assume most people have them. I'd roll the Saints here and just let them smash. Mainly because those first few games with Bridgewater, no one really could trust them for a survivor type right. deal. So it, right. yeah. It, yeah, definitely. I think a lot will have the Saints, and I think the, now 
Like if you're in like one where you have two or three, I would not go all Saints because if you ever talk about the perfect weekend for a, a blood murder, it would be them losing. Like there'd be survivor pools crashed all over the all over the place. So you may want to diversify on one just in case um, if you have that uh, that possibility. But if you just have one bullet left, I, I think I'd just die on the Saints sword this week if that's the one yeah. I had. If I, if you go down, you go down. Take them. Yep. All right. Well, before we wrap it up, any any final thoughts from you? No, not for me, man. I know you got some exciting stuff to talk about. I'm super pumped for all of it, so let's hear it. Yep. So, uh, as always, join us Saturday night, 7 Eastern, the Audible. Um, we, we stay in touch with the community. It, between Wednesday and Saturday, sometimes we have stuff come up. Um, we, we try to commit to it. If not, we try to get other content out. Um, as of right now, I, I think we should be good to go. But, um, obviously, stay in touch with Slack, or, or maybe we put an announcement out if something changes utilize the slack channel um hashtag live chat questions if we happen to not have the live audible we always go into there and answer everything first and then start once we have those answered we'll flip back over to the nfl channel and take live questions throughout the night if we're if we happen not to be away that evening um as always you can join gupscorner.com we've mentioned all the reasons why if you're an nba guy i think for the value of everything you get in our content analysis package, which is college football, NFL, PGA, NASCAR, horse racing, which OG had a great weekend. And the horse racing channel was terrific this past weekend. Um, um, as I caught up on a Sunday evening, NBA, MLB, all that is included in our content analysis package through Sunday. You can use GCFFG 20 for 20% off any package, monthly annual package. That will be the next to last time we have a discount code for the rest of the year. Um, we will Sunday night, it'll go away. We will have probably some kind of special offer between that and the merchandise wrapped around black Friday. And that'll be it until we have the big kickoff for the 2020 PGA season with our golf tools debuting. One nice thing about content analysis right now, you get the free preview of our premium tools, which increase every week. Um, we have some exciting things that will debut for the tournament of champions under the, um, premium package so we're looking forward to that it's going to be awesome 2020 pga season is going to be on fire if you missed last week our new gear launched last i want to say wednesday thursday somewhere in that time frame um use the code launch literally l-a-u-n-c-h get 10 percent off anything you order in the site we have new gups corner shirts and hats um this is our all shirt representing our boy kevin more on that in a second but um the shirt and hats, you can buy individually, you can buy a combo, use that 10% off. It basically covers your shipping per se. So great time to buy all that stuff. Uh, help support us. We use that money. We do not take it for profit. We That's what we use to rebuild and keep, keep investing in this product. So all you guys that, you know, and you guys want to see polos and all that kind of stuff. We hear that all the time, but um, we, you got to show us that you guys want it. And the only way you show is by buying it. Like, it, I mean, we've already committed to it. We've already bought the inventory. So we need you guys supporting us there. We'll have some flyers going out. Also, we have the HV3 shirts for charity. We need to sell those out quickly. We got to show Harold, who, who committed to us and, and bought into our community, that we support him and his foundation. All the profit for those shirts sold. It's a limited quantity, so when they're gone, they're gone. So don't wait around on those. Um, you get all the money will go to the HV3 Foundation, which Harold supports. It's for... Uh, basically, um, young youth growing up don't have all the means or assets financially to get into golf. His charity is, is fantastic. We've supported it in the past and we'll continue to support it during 2020. This is a great way to get you a little merchandise with some H3 love on it, plus support his charity as all of it will go to that once we 
get those shirts sold out. Limited quantity available. There is combo packages on the Gups Corner stuff if you would like to do that and take advantage of even more of a discount. Another positive about the combo package is it gets you – it's the second way you get into the drawing for the Honda Classic giveaway. As I mentioned, airfare and lodging for the week, tickets to the Honda Classic. There will be one day, a special day, um, where I am working with the corporate sponsor of the entire tournament. Uh, talk to me today for about an hour. We're going to do something special, and the, the person that wins this will be involved in that. Um, it'll be a, you know, a high-class royalty treatment for the fan that wins this. Plenty of ways to get in. Um, ways right now, we're putting together a whole package for this, so we'll, we'll have it all out there so you guys remember. iTunes, rate and review. Anybody that's reviewed us, you get a ticket in. Um, a combo shirt. Every combo package you buy, you get a ticket in. Every HV3 shirt you buy, you get a ticket in. So if you buy a combo package, HV3 shirt, give us a review. You got three tickets right there. Anybody that's an annual member already, you already have a ticket in. So you're in. Thanks for supporting us and being loyal. If you're a monthly member and you want to upgrade to annual, you do that. You're in. That gets you a ticket. If you're a new guy out there, you've been listening a while, you want to give us a try, there's no better chance to get in now. 20% off everything. You buy the annual package. And, and you buy the or you buy the annual combo package, you get double entries as a new end. So if you buy the combo package, you get double the entries for doing that. Um, we appreciate you guys that want to give us a try. It's got to be the annual package, um, just because it you know it shows us loyalty, and we want to give you anybody that's been our big drawings before. They were all annual as well, so we're not doing anything different there. Um, so you know, and there'll be more giveaways throughout the as we lead into the PGA tools. When that launches, there'll be a way for everybody to get tickets in for that as well. So there's going to wind up being a way you could get six or seven tickets in, and hopefully there's a bunch in there. If there's not, you're going to have a great chance. Someone will win this, so you're going to have a great chance to win it. There's going to be at least two rounds of golf. All your, I mean, your dinners for the week will be bought by me. Your ticket, your airfare will be bought by by Gups Corner. Your lodging's provided already. We already have the house reserved. You got a spot there. The golf will be paid for by us. I mean, it it's all covered. You just bring fun money that you may want to spend or whatever. Everything else is on us. It's going to be amazing. Um, the value of this when it's all said and done will actually be more than what, the, what we put into the Blue Jack um, just because of all the activities and how long it's lasting. And plus, um, with some more announcements coming, there's going to be more industry guys in the area that's going to be a fun environment um, for you to be a part of. Do not miss out. Get in now. Go buy your combo packages on your merchandise, your HP3 shirts, if you're already a member. Um, and if you're saying, all right, I'm a member, I got everything, how do I get in more? You're going to have at least two or three more ways by the time we hit off kickoff or January. So stay patient with us, and we'll get you on that. Tambo, before I send everybody off, any thoughts or comments on the Honda Classic, the gear? I know we got a, our stuff on the way. Um, any, anything on that before we wrap it up here? I'm excited, man. I mean, I, I get I don't get all the gear because I'm in Canada. So I, what I do is I have JB set it all aside. He's got all of it for me. I'm pumped because he's going to bring it all in his bag. He's got a stack. You got to get an extra bag if you need to, JB. But it's all coming with him to the Honda. So I'm going to be geared out. Can't wait for that. Get all the shirts. If you don't got them, I'm going to have every single one of them to wear that week. The week is going to be insane. Gup didn't even drop all the news. But I'll tell you what, I went to him at New Jersey last year for the Sports Betting National Championship. I know I work with him. I know he's a brother. But, man, he takes care of you. When he says he'll take care of you, He'll take care of you like one of his own, and we'll all do the same. But Gup's the man. I'm excited. Uh, you know, I'm proud to be a part of Gup's Corner. Anybody who's not involved yet, it, it's if you're going to probably buy this stuff anyway. So realistically, it's just where you're going to wait for the regular season and not have a chance at all these prizes or whatever's on the line when you could just get in now, get some sneak peeks at some of that stuff, get in the slack, get winning money right now. NBA, I got some sweats again tonight. 
for our pitch of the night is NBA. But man, I'm telling you, get on it now, grab all the stuff, and let's roll. Honda's going to be sick. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. Um, I can't wait to a couple of the other announcements come out over the next few weeks. The, the golf tools package is going to be amazing. Um, so we have some partnerships there we're working on that'll be even more advantageous for you guys. Help support us on that on that gear and stuff. It really goes a long way for our capital. Um, I'm not lying about it. I don't, I'm not hiding like we're not making profit. Sure, we're making profit, but everything you've seen in the in the site has been because you guys have invested in us and you believe in us and and everybody that comes back and that, how can I help you? How can I, you know I want I want to see more growth, um, you, you know, and I've told everybody, hey, the, the only way really, if you're already a part, of it, is this kind of stuff because we take this money and we, I 100% invest it back in, um, back into the company so that we can, you know, improve our products like we're doing today. NBA and MLB, I had to buy, I had to hire people on to do it, right? Well, I didn't take any more money in from anybody. So where do you think that money came from? We, you know, we use capital to, to front that and trusting ourselves in the product. So when you guys do that, I promise you it helps a lot. And then most and foremost, we, we, we donate a ton to charity and you guys know that. So bringing H for three on and trusting our community, just little old Gup's corner to, to put a, a custom shirt of his out for us. That's a big deal for us. So we want to show him the, how we support those guys and, and the shirts are great. They're the same. I did have a question. I'll end it on that. The H3 shirts are the same ones we've made. So some guys love our master shirts and the new ones. These are all the same quality. They're all done by the same guy. Joe's been terrific for us. The hats are not some off-the-wall Walmart hat. These are flex fit. So think of like Nike flex fit type hats. They're amazing. Um, mine's supposed to be here this week. Obviously, I'll be wearing it if I didn't have it. Hopefully, I have it by Saturday on the Audible. They're very, very nice, well-done hats. Um, you can get on the site and look at the front and the back. Other than that, that's it for tonight. A little long tonight. We had a lot to cover. We have a lot coming up. We only have a few weeks left of golf and then, you know, NBA or NFL, and we kind of take a break. So we're trying to get this all out with these big announcements and get you guys rolling. We will see you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, so, yeah, ALL shirt. As you all know, we raised a bunch of money um, to prove our point. Um, we we did this with Chris. Uh, uh, I'll probably mess up his name. I think it's Ferreter. Um I retweeted one of his tweets today if you want to go check him out. He did the design for us in the shirts. His company donated all that. We donated all the work and labor and getting them all out there. Um, we had another member who had a big hit during this drive who donated. So in all, we raised almost $2,000 for the ALS fund drive. So, Kevin, if you're listening, um, I'll be getting in touch with you, and we'll be getting that money to you this week. Uh, so proud of the community for chipping in and, and supporting our own. Uh, Kevin's been a loyal supporter. He is fighting and doing everything he can, everything he can to be at the Honda Classic. Um, and if he can be there, he's obviously an honorary member, an honorary everything. I will cover everything for him. And that, although it'll probably be emotional, um, there'd be nothing better in the world for him to be there. And I know there's a lot of guys in the community that want to support him and, and are going to try to make it as well. So it could be a very once-in-a-lifetime event for everybody that wants to get there. And someone's going to get an entire trip for free, so it's going to be awesome. Kevin, we love you. We appreciate you. Hope you're doing well. Um, hopefully see you soon here in February. Um, with nothing else, we'll see you Saturday night, 7 o'clock Eastern for JB Behind the Mic, who's always got my back. Tambo, myself, have a good night. Have a great week.